Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day 17 in our Acts series. Take a moment to quiet your heart and your mind and allow yourself to be present to this space. Let us begin together in prayer. Jesus, thank you for your love and your nearness. Remind us of how you are at work. Remind us of the good news of your gospel. Refresh our hearts where we might feel weary. Refresh our souls where we are tired. May your goodness draw us into deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. The Book of Acts, Chapter 17 Now, when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of Jews. And Paul went in, as was his custom. And on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus, whom I proclaim to you, is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks and not a few of the leading women. But the Jews were jealous, and taking some wicked men of the rabble, they formed a mob, set the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring them out to the crowd. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city authorities 
shouting, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also, and Jason has received them, and they are all acting against the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Jesus. And the people in the city authorities were disturbed when they heard these things. And when they had taken money as security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Many of them believed, with not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul at Berea also, they came there too, agitating and stirring up the crowds. Then the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea. But Silas and Timothy remained there. Those who conducted Paul brought him as far as Athens. And after receiving a command for Silas and Timothy to come to him as soon as possible, they departed. Now, while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him, and he saw that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons, and in the marketplace, every day with those who happened to be there. Some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers also conversed with him. And some said, what does this babbler wish to say? Others said, he seems to be a preacher of foreign divinities because he was preaching Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to the Areopagus saying, may we know what this new teaching is that you are presenting. For you bring some strange things to our ears. We wish to know, therefore, what these things mean. Now all the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there would spend their time in nothing except telling or hearing something new. So Paul, standing in the midst of the Areopagus, said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious. For as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man nor is he served by human hands, as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, 
having determined allotted periods in the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As even some of your own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. Being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of man. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. And of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Now when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, but others said, we will hear you again about this. So Paul went out from their midst, but some men joined him and believed. Among whom also were Dionysus the Areopagite, and a woman named Demarius, and others with them. Now that we have read Acts chapter 17, let us move into a time of reflection. We are more than halfway through Acts now. What are the themes that you are noticing? Perhaps it is something in how the gospel is spreading or how people are responding to the gospel or how the early church lives and conducts themselves. What have you been noticing God bringing to your attention as we've been studying Acts? Take some time to reflect on this today and see what God brings to mind.
as we continue in reflection, as Paul engages with the people in Athens, we see that he is familiar with their culture, with things that are important to them. He even notices the places that they might be searching for God. Think about where you live, maybe geographically, maybe communities that you're a part of, affinity groups. Can you identify places people are searching for God? Like Paul, how might you be able to connect those places to the gospel? As we continue to reflect, we see the gospel is spreading through the known world. In fact, the church in this chapter we read has the reputation of turning the world upside down. When you think about the gospel spreading through the world today, what do you picture? 
What do you dream about? Where are the places you long to see redemption and restoration? Reflect on these things. Now that we have spent some time in reflection, let us move into a time of intentional prayer. Pray for people in your community to recognize their need for God and that people would see the places they are searching for him that come up empty.
As we continue in prayer, we see that Paul was a learner of the people and cultures he was going to. Today, pray for yourself to be a humble learner. Pray that you would be someone who takes a genuine and caring interest in others. In this last movement of prayer, sit with the gospel today. Let its goodness sink deep into your soul. And perhaps if there are places you feel tired or weary in your heart, in your soul, in your mind. Ask God for refreshment.
as we begin to close if you feel like there's much more to say to God or perhaps you just want to sit and dwell on the gospel a bit longer just press pause and continue on but if you feel ready to wrap up and move on into whatever may be next let us close together in prayer Jesus you are the one true God may our souls find rest in you may your gospel flourish in the world and bring healing and grace and love and redemption to broken places in us and broken places in the world teach us to look at one another with compassion and may we love one another through your strength in the Holy Spirit that you have given us in Jesus name Amen.